Welcome to the I Got Happy Podcast, where we interview highly successful executives, experts, and entrepreneurs, and learn how they have found success where happy meets purpose. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay uh, with the I Got Happy Podcast, and it's my pleasure to introduce you to Rebecca Norrington, who is an author, a speaker, and a happiness specialist, and an all-around dynamic person. <laughs> so I want to hear all about it today. So Rebecca, let's uh, first of all, let's start with the fact that when we first met and I gave you some, some prepared notes, you were like, uh, honey, get them out of my way. I'm doing this on the spot. <laughs> Listen, Dr. I mean, we're, we're just meeting these, uh, I would like to ask you these questions. <laughs> we are going to go over three stories and three, I said, come on now. Yeah. So let's, 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 be, let's be real. Let's okay. be real here. So, so we're going to happiness. Let's be real. So, so let's be real, right? You are obviously a very successful um, author, speaker, and someone who is helping others find happiness. But can we start with sort of how you found happiness and how you are where you are today. Where did your defining moment happen in your life? You, you know, that's a really good question. I, I tell the story when I was younger, in my teens, maybe 15, 16-year-olds, do you remember uh, blowing out the candles and making a wish in your birthday cake or maybe throwing a penny in, in water and making a wish? Well, I always wanted the same two things. I wish for the same two things. And I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know, I, I said I wanted, to, I wanted to live to my potential, that was number one, and I wanted to be happy. And live to my potential, I didn't have anything, any specific, I didn't say, well, you know, I want a certain job or live on the hill. I didn't, I didn't say that specific, but I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted to do that, and then I wanted to be happy. And this wanting to be happy was mm -hmm. more than a notion, because I found, I thought, like most people, that being happy, you find your job, you find your, your partner, you have the money, you have the position, you're traveling all over the world, you're free. All of that make, is happiness. And let me tell you something. I've traveled, i married, I have the titles. Well, not a lot of titles, but that's not it. And Absolutely. so the problem, the problem became, mm -hmm. it's not out there. The happiness that I was looking for is found within. And that is the truth and you can see that in the proof of what's out there in the world i mean these people that have everything from the listen and no hated but these people from the robin williams to the prince to the michael jackson to, to the to the designer the designer that killed herself andrew the, the the guy that had the cooking show i mean these people had everything they had the money they had the success but there is a search there is a search there for a feeling and that feeling is a feeling of peace and when i say happiness I'm talking about that peace, that contentment. Mm -hmm. Can you have that peace and contentment regardless of what life throws at you? Because mm -hmm. life throws here, up and down, up and down. It's a roller coaster, people. Yeah. Listen, I'm not just because I'm a happiness specialist. <laughs> I'm running around here. Ooh, it's wonderful. No, well, I, have my, I have my challenges too. But, but before we... Well, no, actually, no. First of all, thank you for that wonderful introdu introduction because you've really hit the nail on the head about what the problem is. Now, I would love for you to share with us, if you don't mind being a bit vulnerable, what made you miserable? You said that you were miserable once, and that's kind of the defining moment for you before you began this journey. What was that? 
okay, when I say miserable, it's, it's like, like anything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's the programming, the programming that we've all received, the programming, the brainwashing, the conditioning that having expectations is normal. Yeah. Judging people is normal. So when I said I was miserable, I was one of those programmed individuals that I always had to be right. If mm. you want to be, you can't be happy and be right. You can't be peaceful and be right at the same time. I, I was a... I was always comparing myself to others. I had expectations about every moment from people that I met. I was so judgmental. It was my way or the highway. You can't be happy when you're always arguing and you're angry and, and you, the wind blows to the south and now I have an attitude. So, <laughs> and the, the real thing, if you, if you want the real motivation, I, had a, I have had a son. I have a son. And when he was about, hmm, 12 or 13 years old, he brought his uh, home uh, uh, report card home and he signed it himself. And why did he sign it himself? Because he got a C or a D, I don't even remember, but he signed it himself. And a good friend of mine, a friend of mine, spiritual friend, he says, you know, that's your fault. Mm. You're the reason why your son signed that report card because he couldn't come to you because he knows you're a walking time bomb. So with that, with that said, my big motivation, if you want a motivation, is to be the example for my son to have more options. Mm -hmm. I really couldn't do it on my own, too lazy or whatever. This is the story I'm telling because that's another thing. It's a story. And we know there's two important dates. It's the, it's, the, it's the beginning, the birth, and the death, and everything else is a story by, that's created by the ego. So these are my stories, but my motivation originally was my son and being, yeah. wanting to be the example. And, you know, and, and good for you, um, and thank you for sharing that, because um, way to go, right? Yeah, yeah. It, not this one, but this one, right? Oh, I like this one, too. You like that one, I like too? That one too. Yeah. yeah, I like now, that one. Now, um, you've, you've written a book called Reality Spirituality. Um, tell us a little bit about what that means for you and who you hope to reach with that book, and, you know, about that book, basically. Well, the Reality Spirituality, The Truth About Happiness, it was published. I published that in 2014. The book that I'm writing now is called Program for Unhappiness. But reality, spirituality was, I knew that, well, I knew, I was, I felt I've been inspired to share what I've learned. And so it was, it was the beginning, my beginning, my first book, putting, putting my thoughts into, on print. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you something, Dr. Pillay, I'm not even the same person I was to 2014. When, when I made the commitment years ago prior to writing the book that I wanted to be happy, the universe took me to, onto this journey. And you know, you always find the answers. When you throw out questions to the universe, you will get your answers. So the how to, how can I be happy? You know what I ask the universe for? People, people ask, I don't know, about um, material things. I always ask for clarity or, or how can I trust more? How can I surrender? How can I be more accepting? How can I uh, uh, feel more balanced? How can I vibrate peace? So these are the things that I ask the universe every single day, all the time. The commitment with the first book was getting everything out there. And the, this, this move, the last couple of years, I moved from California to Oregon. And now 
I've had two years of, of <laughs> concentrated growth yeah. being in a place where I'm scared to walk out of the house because of the animals in the forest and oh my, all of the activity, they, the universe puts everyone in the place where they're supposed to be. So this is a, this is a hint right now. If, if you're listening to this, and something is going off in your life and you're bothered by something or you're having a big challenge, nothing has to change in your life for you to feel better. Mm. All you need to do is switch your perspective. Change your perspective. Look at the same situation with different eyes. Mm -hmm. And see, that's a tip. We're not taught, we're not taught to practice changing our perspective no. because we instantly change it your vibration changes regardless. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you, would you like an example of that? Absolutely. Okay. There's so many examples, but when I lived in California, there's road rage, you know, people are driving fast and somebody cuts you off and now you got somebody with the finger and yelling and screaming. So now you're angry and that person is unsafe. Oh my gosh, look at their driving. Oh, they should be arrested. <laughs> but what if, what if, as they drive by and you're getting so angry at their, their unsafe driving, what if you found out that their only child was just rushed to the hospital and now is on life support? Mm. So see, your perspective changes about that person instantly. Absolutely. So the practice is practice changing your perspective with everything because you can't be angry. You can't be angry and, gr and grateful at the same time. Mm -hmm. so you can't choose drama and peace at the same time. So it's a conscious, it's a conscious way of living. Practice living consciously. Practice responding as opposed to reacting to life. Yep. yep. No, that's really good advice. And, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now. So who are your target, if you will, the people who you serve the, the most um, clients and how do you serve them? What are your principles for your steps for making people happy? Or no, let me, let me re rephrase that. Cause you said you can't make anyone happy, right? We talked about that. How do you help people practice? Is that true? Is that true? Oh, it's you absolutely. You're, you're right. So how do you, how do you help people in your current work? Okay. This is going to sound really crazy. Everybody okay. put your seatbelts on, put your seatbelts <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> I'm not helping anybody. You're not what helping I do. Anyone. No, no. The universe doesn't need my help. Mm. What, what, and they've told me that. Oh, they get out of the way, Rebecca. We got this person. Get out of the way. But what I do do is serving self and being aware of self in every single moment. What I do do is, hmm. When I grow, I share what, how I've grown. I share with other people. I share with other people <laughs> my hard knocks. For instance, how many of you out there, how many of you out there worry? Raise your hand if you worry. Anybody out there? Well, I, I certainly worry. <laughs> you, Dr. How can you worry, Dr. Berlay, and you have a podcast on happiness? Oh, I worry too. Everybody worries. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Now that is a program statement because they're right. We are programmed to worry because when you came, when you popped out into the world, you were not born worrying. So you were programmed to worry. That's a program. And anything that you've learned, know that you can unlearn. But let me hit, let me hit you with this one. Do you know why we worry? You know why you worry? 
Please share. Lack of trust. Mm. That's the only reason why we worry. When you trust, there's, when you practice trust, and when I say trust, blind trust, when you practice trust, there's what's, what's there to worry about? Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. So see, when the first, you asked me what do I do, the first day of class, when I'm teaching my classes, the, mm-hmm. the truth about happiness, first day of class, I give everybody a gift. I wrap it up, it's a nice little gift, little bow, and I say, in this package, I is is the answer to all of your problems is the solution to all of your challenges for the rest of your life. Do you know what's in that little gift? Do you know what's in that package, Dr. Pillay? What's in that package? It's a mirror. Mm. So see, you always come back to you. You always come back to it's not out there. Yeah. It is a commitment to prioritizing wanting to be peace foundationally being rooted in peace peace happiness same thing happiness is a practice skill it is just like any other skill from being an athlete to musician to a gardener waiter writer it's a practice skill so the more you practice the easier it's going to be and you're talking about being uh, whatever you are in this moment, if you're not peaceful in this present moment, know that you're not going to be peaceful in your future. And yes. whatever you're vibrating is what you are going to be contributing to the planet. Am I talking too long? No, you're, 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 you're telling us what you do and, and how you do it. And I have to say that I, I really resonate with the idea of practice as, or rather happiness as a skill that you have to practice. And I'll give you some back and forth so you don't feel like you're talking too much. <laughs> um, I'll tell you my story oh, a little bit. for hours, honey. <laughs> I'll, you, I'll t- you can take a break. and I can- <laughs> I'll tell you why practice means so much to me. As you know, I was named after Pele, the, the great soccer player. Um, you know, and when my father gave me that name, he, he caused a little problem because you know what? I can't play soccer to save my life. <laughs> but I learned something from that, Rebecca. I learned that Um, You know, Pele likes to say, when you ask him, how are you so good at soccer? He says, everything is practice. And and so I literally transferred that one word from my namesake into everything I do. So I I know that today I may not know how to play this guitar chord, but tomorrow I will because I'm going to practice that thing so many times. And I've also transferred it into happiness. So just to, to give you a sense of agreement, absolutely, practice is everything when it comes to uh, happiness as well. So I agree with you. And so the key comes to what, what do you practice? You know, what's there to practice? Well, you practice eliminating the behaviors that subtract from happiness. Mm-hmm. And then you practice adding the behaviors that, that, that are going to add to, add to your happiness. I have another question for you. I, I don't know how long we have. We, we have, we have about, uh, uh, hold on a second here. I'll edit this out too. So don't worry okay. about it. No, no, I, we, we I, have, I, I like everything. I like, I, I like it all in there, but that's okay. You can edit it out. Yeah, I, yeah. we have about 15 minutes, but. Um, oh, perfect. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so, so you were saying you, you have another question. Yes, okay, this is another question. See, the questions are, are questions that are hitting the program. See, there's, it's a program to worry. It's a program. Mm-hmm. It's a, there's a program to judge. And when I say program, you know, you are taught at a very early age what to believe. And those beliefs, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, are so 
deeply rooted. Whew, but what I do know, you asked me a question about serving people and, and sharing with people. What I do, what I have found is that, because it used to frustrate me a lot when I would share with people and, and then I see them doing the same stuff that they did after. Hey, I told you not to have any expectations. But anyway, so my point is, when the universe said they don't need my help, it was really eye-opening because I thought that I'm going to insert myself into everybody else's lives mm -hmm. and help them out. And one of the things that subtracts from happiness and subtracts from peace is being in anybody else's business and noticing what anybody else is doing. Hmm. See, me looking at someone else and making a judgment on it, whether it's a judgment, oh, they're doing this good or bad. I mean, who am I? Am I, I, am I that arrogant? And yes, I used to be really arrogant. Am I that arrogant and I would know that they're doing something, that I know what's best for someone else? Mm -hmm. See, so staying out of other people's business is another thing to practice and you will be happier. And when I say happy, the word happy, peace, contentment, a feeling, a vibration of feeling satisfied as opposed to that vibration of feeling dissatisfied. You know, that dissatisfaction where you always want more. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be happy when this happens. I'll be happy when I have achieved that. I'll be happy. Oh, this goal thing. Oh, oh, don't get me started on goals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't get me started on goals. Because, yeah, I have a goal. How can I surrender quickly? How can I... How can I let go? How can I flow? How can I be more peaceful? Those are goals. Those are for me. I don't do any man-made goals because what if the universe didn't sign off on my goals? Mm -hmm. What if I want to be a New York Times bestselling author and the universe didn't sign off on it? So yeah. what my goal is this. I surrender to whatever the will of the universe is. Now, I, go ahead. Now, now, when you talk about you know, the universe, right? Can you tell us what you mean by that? So, for example, you, you, and I know you've written, you're working on a new book, but the spiritual, sorry, reality, spirituality, right? That first book, is that related to this concept of the universe? And what is that? Well, when I say the word universe, I'm talking about this entity. Some people use the term God. Some people say source. Some people say higher power, mm -hmm. source energy, whatever term you want to use that, that mm -hmm. I just... I just like the word universe. Okay. And that's just the personal thing. And, no, and, 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 it's and the it's, same it's, thing to me. It's, 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 it's all fair. One of the books, um, and, and I follow Oprah Winfrey, um, one of the books that really uh, changed her life and frankly changed mine as well is a book by Gary Zukav called The Seat of the Soul. And this idea of the universe and the soul and, and the larger you know, thing that we, we are part of uh, is very familiar to me and, and I'm sure many people. So, but I just wanted to know what you mean when you talk about the universe um, specifically. Yes, yes. And it's, it's funny you, you brought up Oprah. Do you remember when she had her special, I think it was called Belief, Belief? It was about five years ago where she did her special after she left the, her television show. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there was a, a, a really short teleconference that a, a, a few people were on now, a few thousand people were on. Yeah, I couldn't speak, but Oprah was on this teleprompter. And it was the same time when the Pope came to visit the United States. And she was talking about the Pope and how peaceful that she met him. She said how peaceful he felt. And then Oprah said in Oprah's, in Oprah's speech, she says, 
you could tell he's a man of God because of, of the peace that emanated from him. She says, I sure could use some of that peace. <laughs> so even the great Oprah Winfrey that has everything yeah. is still the search, the feeling, the wanting to feel at peace with self, at peace with self, with life with it all yeah and one of the one of the risks that she took she she uh, you know acknowledges this was talking about spirituality in her work um and so you know i i i mean i fully admire your focus on on spirituality because you know what people may not want to talk about it but it's real right there's a part of us that needs to be connected to a, a greater self but let's let's get back to you and let's talk a little bit more about the, the people you serve, what does a happy person look like for you? Like when, 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 and I know you've mentioned that you are not here to help other people because really they've got to do the practicing. They've got to make things happen in their own lives. But what have you seen success looks like for a happy person, if you will? How could you describe that? Success. success. Ooh, that's and maybe success is not the word. It could be something else. I'm just giving it to you. Yeah, because, you know, that's another thing. This, this thing, this program, uh, uh, word success, success. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? What is success? Mm -hmm. Well, for me, success is being able to smile on my deathbed. So mm -hmm. this arbitrary, arbitrary success of, of things and having all this in accomplishing, uh, that's the program. And, and the, the program that that is the be all and end all. And it, it is, is highly, it's not, it's just not, we have a lot of evidence of that, but let me, your question was, At let me, what, yeah. What, what does a, in your opinion, what is, for oh, example, with your clients, when, when you find them to have arrived at the place you want to help them get to, what does that look like? Well, see, that's the, even that statement arrived to the place where I help them get at. Um, let me say this. An avocado, an avocado, when it's ripe, we all know that's when we eat the avocado. So prior to an avocado being ripe, it's very hard to crack and cut. So people hear or get a message or start shifting or changing or expanding or growing when it's time, when they're ripe. So that's one thing that I know. If it's time, people hear. Uh, when they're ripe, people, uh, people get the message. So what I do, what, what, really, what really makes me, woo, wow, is when somebody's listened to anything that I've shared and they say, wow, I've never thought about it like that before. Mm. That's all I ask is just, to, is just to give you a different perspective. I have never thought about, wow, the reason why I worry is because I don't trust. Mm -hmm. The, that kind of thing. And the, the other, another question are, this is, this is a big one. This is a big one. The big challenge people have. And boy, oh boy, this it makes this happiness specialist really. <laughs> are words powerful? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I think words are powerful. We were programmed brainwashed to believe that words are powerful mm. who's more powerful the person because if you can get offended with some words you've got letters that are stuck together you put together words and words are offending you man man put some words together and now you're offended now words are bothering you who's more powerful the person that can be offended the person to get their feelings hurt or the person that isn't 
I see what you mean by the question now. Um, you know, I would agree with you, uh, I think, where you're going. But when you first asked that question, the words I had in my mind were the words of Martin Luther King, I have a dream. And there is power in, in language because that, those, I have a dream, those four words took a lot of people to, to new places. So, so but, but in the context of don't let other people's words bring you down, uh, I, wouldn't, I, I agree 100% with where you're going. Bring you down, offend you, bother mm -hmm. you. Can you see this? Can you see this picture? I can. Yes. Is that a picture of you holding a child? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh -huh. So I, I was speaking maybe about three years ago, this small little, uh, it was maybe about 25 people, very small. And this woman brought, and I was sharing, you know, what subtracts from happiness, what adds from happiness. Yeah. And I was sharing, we we're talking about words being powerful. Yeah. And little, this little baby was running around, running around. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why would anybody bring a baby to a talk? But I digress because I'm a happiness specialist. I can, I have to, you know, accept, 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 surrender. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. No. Yeah. So I picked up the little girl and I started insulting her. I said she was lazy. I said she was ugly. I said she wasn't going to amount to anything. I told her her parents were horrible too. And of course, all the adults in the audience are, <gasps> and the mom was, and I put this little, so I, after I finished insulting her, I put her down and guess what this little, little girl did? What did she do? She just kept playing and doing whatever she was doing. Mm. See, we're all programmed to be offended. We're programmed to get our feelings hurt. But when you get to a place, uh, a, a flea is not going to affect an elephant. So it's your responsibility. If you have any buttons that can be pushed, then it's up to you to eliminate your buttons. It's not up to anybody else to change, to be, to, to, to accommodate you. No, it's your responsibility. Who wants to work on themselves, Dr. Pele? Who wants to work on themselves? Who wants to look in the mirror for answers, huh? Yeah. You, you know, I think it, it, it's hard to, to face reality. And I think it seems like you, you are very comfortable bringing up very difficult topics. And sometimes people aren't willing to go there, if you will, right? Are you kidding? You know how many death threats I get? You know how many? No, no, that's a joke. You know, I mean, are, are you kidding? People are get angry all the time. Nobody wants to look in the mirror. People want to blame outside. It's because of you. It's you. It's you. It's called the blame game. No, it's always something else. But it's not. It's not our fault because we were programmed to blame other yeah. people. Now, as we kind of, you know wrap up here if you could move us wrap to, it up. i'm just getting warmed up yeah yeah well well if you could move us to what are your three top nuggets of advice for how people can begin to get out of this programming and and start to move toward a path of happiness and i know you said that it's not your place in the universe to actually help people by doing it for them but how do they begin that journey what are your thought top three nuggets of advice number one this mm -hmm. is number one mm -hmm. You have to want to be, you have to want to be happy. When I say happy, I mean be at peace. Just as, with just as much fervor, just as much passion as you need to breathe. It has to be a commitment. It doesn't have to be, but when you're committed that strongly, 
prioritizing. I mean, it's more, it's, it's number one. It's even it, happiness. This peace, this inner peace is even more important than my only son. Mm. See, I, I serve him when I'm at peace. Yeah. I serve the world when I'm peaceful. I serve the world when I'm not comparing, blaming, pointing, having expectations. Mm -hmm. I serve the world when I trust and I know that everything is in order. So the number one thing, and trust that, and, 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 and accept and allow. So the number one thing is having a commitment, having a priority. And, and really, if you take anything seriously, take your peace, your own peace seriously. That's number one. Number two is, is, is the practice. Mm. And, and practice and also patience because the question I get is, well, Rebecca, how, you know, you seem so together. How long did it take? <laughs> well, it's, it, it's always in progress. I am a lot, what bothered me uh, six months ago doesn't bother me now, doesn't irritate me now. So it is a constant, constant evolution. And, in making a statement, so I will never just know that you're on a journey and be okay with uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Are you at peace with not knowing the future? Yeah. The third one is the third. Well, the third one is, is just, again, practicing, changing your perspective, practice, Practice being aware of the, the thoughts and are the thoughts true and not identifying with these thoughts. These thoughts, all of these critical thoughts, the critical thoughts, you know the thoughts in, the, in your head. Yeah. They're not you. They're, they're thoughts that, 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 I was going to say the word should, I don't use that word, but should be witnessed as opposed to identified with. Witness the thoughts as opposed to identifying with them. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 I really resonate with all three of your your advice uh, tips here. Uh, but, you know, this last one here um, about your thoughts, I wrote a song once um, called, um, Who Are You? Uh, you know, and, and who are those thoughts in your head? Are they you? <laughs> and I think you're right. When you can become an observer of those thoughts, yes. you can really question them, you can challenge them, and you can say, hey, you're not me. <laughs> so I, I, I thank you for that, that piece of advice. How can people reach you if they want to, and, and again, I think I, I think I asked you who your ideal clients are. Um, how, who, how do these people reach you online? What's the best way to, to get a hold of you? Okay, how you can reach me? Well, you, I have a, I have my own podcast on Sunday on Blog Talk Radio every Sunday at nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's called Reality Spirituality Radio, mm -hmm. and then also you can shoot me an email at info at rebeccanorrington.com. That's R E B E. C-C-A-N-O-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N.com. And also I'm on Twitter at R.L. Norrington, uh, Facebook, Reality Spirituality, and also, let's see, oh, Instagram, Reality Spirituality. Yeah. But, and also retreats, and I'm available for speaking engagements and retreats. So I'm just doing what my purpose, I'm, 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 I'm here to share with what I've learned about this, this happiness thing, and, and I really appreciate you reaching out and having me on my show, even though I've, you know, given you a hard time. A little, <laughs> well, I, I, I really, I really appreciate you and thank you for being open and, and a sense of fun and lightness with me. Thank no, you. no. And you are fun and you are light. And actually, frankly, a breath of fresh air, because look, we are all different. We all bring different things. Um, who would have thought that I would go through all my, you know, 
my what I thought was the way to be in work and education and end up playing a guitar. <laughs> you know, um, I understand and I'm so happy that you felt comfortable sharing many stories with us. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the I Got Happy podcast. For more episodes, visit drpelay.com. And remember, get happy first and success will follow.